0: From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged roundtable discussion for the week of May 4th, 2011. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Worling. Yvette and Emile Van Leeuwen, Kevin Close, John Magi, Max the Intern, back in the Peanut Gallery. And it just occurred to me that we haven't told people everybody else is. People are going to be sitting there wondering, you know. No, they don't. no one cares. Where's Julie? Where's Corey? <laughs> as as here, Where's yeah. Teresa? Where's Walter? We're
1: the good people. And we're here.
0: That's right. We've got yeah, so that's we We kicked everybody out because Yvette and Emile were here, and we want to expo- we have to watch how many people we expose to the nether folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know they bring that european thing with them and we got to watch you know european thingy um yeah actually uh cory was up late into the night with ferris and uh so they're home with they're home with their kids and uh teresa's just getting over not feeling all that well and walter's well, i don't know where walter is <laughs> <Of all laughs> that's of not people, true he, you called, no, he called me up, he, no, he called me up he told me he was uh he had some stuff to do if it was all right so and uh, we're going to start switching up things at the table over the next several weeks so gonna be trying some different things with our with our format so
2: and scott's over listening to the new british band
0: yes yeah, scott headed over to epcot to hear the new replacement for the uh what, what was the Beatlemania whatever, British, what, invasion. British Invasion that's no longer there and now there's a new British Airwaves British Airwaves
1: I don't think people understand how hard it is to get like 8 or 10 of us in the room
0: at the same time <laughs> it is it is and that's why I'm trying to uh, change up the format so, some so that we can do the show with fewer people when necessary trying to find ways to minimize the number of missed weeks uh, missed episodes that we have Um, Because we do do the show uh, all in person, all sitting in one location, nobody phoning it in from any other place. So it's, you know, just playing around, too, with with the format. So that's where everybody is. Now, in this episode, Kathy is going to talk to us about some of the new stores that have opened at Downtown Disney. Can
1: I jump in for just a second? Sure. Someone wrote to us who asked that we not divulge who they are. And in the last week, we talked about the change in policy about having a receipt.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up.
1: And someone brought up a point. They asked that we not... Um, I give a little more explanation. Last week, we talked about the fact that Disney uh, changed their policy, that if you have a receipt, you can get a full refund within 30 days. After 30 days, there are no refunds, but you can get a merchandise credit without a receipt. And... We sort of took Disney to task for that. And someone came up with maybe a little bit different scenario that this would cut down on people taking uh, merchandise without paying for it. And Disney has always allowed you, if you brought it back without a receipt, to I get a I hadn't thought refund. of that either, really. But this would stop you from taking things and getting a refund for something you didn't actually purchase. So to I that thought that point. was, uh, it is a good point. And I, it's, you know, it's one of those things that, you don't see it till someone points it out to you, but once they do, it's that you know, smack the forehead kind of yeah, like, thing. Really? Uh, really, why didn't we think of that? So, I just wanted to say before we talked about stores that that could be one of the reasons for Disney's change in policy.
0: Yeah, and we appreciate that uh, email being sent in. You know who you are, and uh, mm, yeah, you're right. thank yeah, you Yeah, when I read that, I was like, oh wow. You know, I just, I just didn't think of that. I didn't see it. I guess because you know we don't think that way. We don't think about stealing. Yeah. I guess um, we're lucky
2: that we don't have to think that way.
1: Well, yeah. I, I also
0: yeah. didn't know that that theft was that big of a deal. But you got to imagine it must, must be. be. It right? must be.
2: Because I mean, we know quite a few of the security guards,
0: and especially the
2: undercover security guards, especially with the
1: Europeans. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. The Europeans. We're, pin trading when pin trading first started, they used to have it in the world of Disney in the expensive purse section now. It's it, it, The pin trading table is located in what is now the expensive purse section. And because we spent some time there, you would start to see familiar faces over again. Who And these were not people who approached the pin trading table. These were undercover security people who were acting just as shoppers. So if you think that there's no one out there watching you.
0: Oh, they've got them all oh, yeah. over. There's cameras yeah.
2: everywhere. Right. You can see them.
0: Okay. Sorry. But yeah. It was, you just, it, steal was, your thunder. it was a good point though It was a good point So thank you Person who sent that in <laughs> Who wishes to remain anonymous Alright Kathy over to you
3: So anyway Are there new
0: places we can steal from In downtown Disney
3: <laughs> Why yes there are If the, the big store That for us That was We wanted to really check out Was the Lego Imagination Center It's been closed for a couple months That they had a temporary location Between It's a toy What's the name of the store once Upon a Toy. Once Upon a Toy. And the Earl of Sandwich.
0: Once Upon La Toya?
3: Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but anyway, they opened their new building. And
1: ew, ew, ew. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know how much bigger. It must be, what, two times, three times bigger it than what it used to be? It's like so. a
1: Lego department store. Yeah.
3: And they must have hired about 20 new cast members to work in there because you can't walk two feet without them going... Oh, and who's the present for? And the first time what? that...
0: Oh, you know, that they need to be slapped. They just need to be slapped f- abjectly.
1: And you ought to say something just as cryptic. The present is for all of us. Enjoy it.
3: Well, the first two times the guy said it... <laughs>
2: it's a collective present for the planet. Get away from me now.
3: Yeah, the first two times the guy said it, I'm going like, excuse me? And he said it again, and then I went... Oh, he thinks I'm in here buying a present. That that
0: pretentious nonsense. I just can't say, like I said, no, really abjectly slap them on the side of the head and say, go away.
2: Who's the marketing genius who came up with that idea? Instead of saying, do you need help or can I help you? Yeah. Who's the present for?
3: And we were there about (laughs) 11 o'clock during the day. So I realized that's not like primetime Lego buying time. What is primetime Lego buying time? You know, like in the (laughs) evening. When you go by... Parks are closed and people go down. And, you know, like around supper time, seems like uh, then they would need all these people. But like I said, it was like, you know, you wanted to look down, you wanted to look anywhere, but you had to run past these cast members.
2: Who came up to you and asked you what the frequency was? What's the frequency, (laughs) Kenneth?
1: We were there. Now we understand that this was an odd day. Don't talk to him. (laughs) And... (laughs) Pete giggled. He got it. I got it. I know what it is. They, um... We were there on Easter Sunday, which is an odd set of circumstances. Kathy, there had to be six thousand people in that Lego store.
3: Okay, so then that that wouldn't be so bad. But it was like you couldn't really look at anything because you had somebody standing there, like trying to hound you into what did you need and what did they. You know. There
1: also might have been a manager there or someone judging them too.
3: Say well, that's
0: when yeah, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording today about you know going to a furniture store where they stalk you, and I have absolutely no problem threatening them, and saying get the hell away from me. I will pull something out of my bag and spray it in your eyes. We went Get away to, from me.
1: We went to I have to tell you a funny story. We went to um, a private island. Within, what do you have
2: in your bag? That's right <laughs> the eyes.
0: You never know. I could have mace.
1: We went to Labadee, which is part of Haiti with Royal Caribbean. Uh-huh. And we went through their crafts area, which is in this sort of barn-shaped building. And we had been there before, and I knew what to expect. So I got in the place first, and I wanted to do a little shopping. And I to- everybody I talked to, I told them I had absolutely no money, but the gentleman in the black T-shirt, his name was John, and he had all the money. He would be buying all the souvenirs. Well, I got about 30 feet ahead of him <laughs> as he walked <laughs> into this place. Everybody in the store, every vendor
0: and I sort-,
1: <laughs> sort of attached themselves to him. John, John, let me show you something. He comes up to me, and he says... What the heck is going on? I don't know, but I gotta go.
2: They all want to touch you. They did.
0: Yeah, see, that's the part I don't like. Don't touch me. Come don't, this way, John. Don't touch me. See, and that's you know, and that that should not be allowed, especially because it's controlled by Royal Caribbean. In that particular instance, mm-hmm. that's controlled by Royal Caribbean. You know, Disney would never allow that experience to happen on their well, property. That it happens just, a
1: lot of places you go in the Caribbean, it right? In Jamaica, but, but
0: but it's on right. Royal Caribbean's private island. Right. They bring them in. Right. They're responsible for that. Can you imagine on Castaway Key, Disney allowing that to go on? Not in a million years. It would not happen. It would not happen.
1: We should let Kathy do her segment. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's
3: okay. <laughs> really you're adding complete to
0: complete and utter hijacking. Go ahead. So
3: they, they, I mean, there's loads of things to choose from they had the whole one wall of just the individual legos that if you wanted to make your own little container you could do that they had all kind of box sets and it you know i'm i'm looking at all of them or looking at the store and my daughter happened to mention that i hadn't thought of till then it was all for boys there really isn't anything for little girls in there
1: yeah, well, that's true in a lot of places. You're going to go in a Little Mismatched in a minute. You're going to talk about that, too. Where was the boys section in there?
3: Right, but I, I mean, having three kids and two of them being girls, my kids played with Legos, you know, and. Oh, and and, and they got specific girl le- uh, Legos. Legos? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sorry. Legos? <laughs> you, know, you might want to wipe the
0: microphone off you spoke Dutch. <laughs>
3: there are girl legos there's yeah i mean you could get the individual ones but i mean there was star wars and all kind of characters and kits that you could get but nothing for little girls and i'm not saying like princess things just little you
0: could build a man out of legos yeah
2: what how did they sell the individual legos were they by the weight or by the piece or by this fill a container
3: I th- it was by a container. Again, there wasn't anybody back there, but they did have different containers. It's like the Mr. Potato Head parts. Yeah. What oh, was it? Yeah, and you just fill a bucket or, you know, they had different <laughs> size containers that you could, you could
2: fit in this bucket. Is a certain and
3: part. they had an area in the middle. They had, like, uh, a computer station where kids could play, like, Lego games. I'm not up on Lego games, but there were Some lots of... Some
0: very ca- popular video games yeah. or Lego games, like Lego Star Wars, Lego Harry okay. Potter.
3: that's probably what they They're were. They're
0: really popular.
3: And there was a, a room in the back, and I guess that must be like their party room or something, that um, nobody was in. And at that station, there was nobody to ask what this room was in the back.
1: That's where they teach the staff the annoying phrase of the day. Oh, uh, maybe that's <laughs> what it was.
3: And they did have a couple locations for... Checkouts, which I thought was better than the way that it used to be. They've put new statues outside different Disney characters. But the thing to me that was the the biggest deal is we always park in that parking lot that's over there by um, T-Rex, you know, that that parking lot. And we'd always come by, like, by the McDonald's and come through the front of the Lego thing. And that's where they had, like, the slide and where the kids' play area was they moved the kids' play area off to the side, like closest to the world of Disney, which is so nice now because you can actually walk in front of the Lego store without, you know, two million kids.
1: It has taken out a, ro- uh, a, a roadblock. However, it's still very crowded in that it area. It is
2: congested. Just the oh, yeah. sidewalk narrows there where the Dragon is. It's just crazy crowded.
3: Yeah, and but they somebody asked me yesterday, they There was a slide before. There is no slide. It's just the little play areas now for the kids. They've taken the old family that they had a camera and dogs. That's around the side that's under refurbishment. And Katie sort of looked around because you used to be able to see, like they had a picture up in the viewfinder. Doesn't do that anymore. Now, it was under refurbishment, so I don't know if they're going to change that. But they do have some, and they took away the, do you remember the windows they used to have on the outside of the Lego building? Yeah. Yes. Those are all gone. They just have the big, like the dragon and was it Snow White? It Snow White, White and, and Seven, Seven
2: Dwarfs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Aren't
2: there, isn't there a, a
3: a Toy Story?
2: There's one with yeah Buzz Lightyear on the yeah Rocket Buzz Lightyear. Woody. Yeah, I think that one's incredible. Where's rockets taking off? That is Toy Story, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So my there's god! <laughs> there's <just> cars. Always,
3: <laughs> there's some new ones outside. So. You know, the, you'll be able to spend plenty of time in the store. You'll still be able to play. You know, kids have plenty to do, and us adults who didn't like all that traffic can sort of like walk past it. You
2: know, what I'm a little surprised about: there, these uh, Lego statues are fenced off, so you can't climb them, but they're still close enough where you can touch them. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised by that. I thought they would be worried about wear and tear and people.
3: We were we it. were trying to check that out to see if they were like. Actually made with I Legos, out of foam. Yeah, and like, right. did they have like a base and then they put the Legos on top of it? So I think that's probably going to be. They're actually,
2: I think, glued together; though. they're glued right. down. But yeah. I was, I did the same thing. I said, "Oh, this is fake. This is carved out of foam. They're actually individual Legos."
3: Yeah. Oh, that's so, I mean, that's a great place for the little boys to to go hang out. I think what's really nice about the marketplace area now is there seems to be more shops that you would want to go in. I think. For the longest time it was sort of like, uh, t shirts, t shirts, t shirts. And now they're trying to get different things in the marketplace so that if you only wanted to go to one part of downtown Disney, the marketplace is starting to get to be like the destination well, I think, of where you want to go. I think that changed with the addition of trendy. They've got some they've
1: got some stores which are like destination stores now. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. it's not the same bunch of disney crap that you can buy everywhere i I think that's kind of cool i think that's what i like about disneyland's marketplace or downtown disney is that it's really more of a there's there's you could do shopping there you know and it's
3: also more of a like a happening place out in california you know that's like a destination rather than you're just going shopping and i think they're starting to do that at the marketplace I don't know how they could make it more like California's, but I think they're going to do that with Hyperion Wharf. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Hyperion Wharf is going to be like that. The the live music, the
1: restaurants, the sort of more of a, a draw.
3: Yeah. So from the Lego store, we went over to little mismatch, which used to be on the West side. And now they've put it over in the building. It's sort of like, depends what year you're here, what's in that particular building, but it's, Uh, Before it was uh, Pooh's Corner, it was Summer Sands. Moved over there after Trendy, kicked him out. There used to be a pet store there. Yeah, it was part of the pet store. There was a little breezeway where it was the $10 and under store. Goofy's Kitchen? Yeah. Goofy's Candy? Goofy's, yeah. Candy is still there. It's at the end of that building. So that's the building. It's like across the street from the Christmas store. I was interested to see how they... Redid all that, and Little Mismatch now is much bigger, and it seems to me they have more of a selection. Again, it's, you know, it's girl stuff in there. Do
1: you know what surprised the daylights out of me? That they allowed, Disney allowed Little Mismatch to put a sign on the roof. We were over at the Lego store, and you turn around, and you look across... Well, I don't know what that body of water is called. It's that watered at Downtown Disney, and you look across, and all you could see is this
3: huge sign. Yeah, on I top took a of picture roof. of that because I was trying to tell people like where it was. And you looked up, and there was this big sign. I was amazed. Like you were that, like wow, they I, I got mean, away with
1: that. The sign is big, and it's in the skyline now. It's the um, Rainforest Volcano, and the little mismatched sign. Hmm.
3: So there's no doubt where this store is. And, again, little mismatched is nothing matches. So, like, you buy a package of socks, and you'll get, like, three, and none of them match. And they had, like... John has a sock drawer like that. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) I know. I, I thought that was rather, you know, clever. And then I saw socks for your feet that I had never, like, seen before, like, in ladies' shoes, that, like, some were missing the toe, some were, like, really weird socks things. What do you mean it was missing a toe? You'll have to go in and look. Is the, there the, a hole where the toe would stick yes. out? Yes. Like where your toe would be, it That's was like weird. cut off. And it was like you could wear them in your sandals, you could wear them in this kind of shoe. And I didn't realize you needed like a different kind of sock for every kind of shoe that you had.
1: Well, this allows you to wear um, flip-flops with socks.
3: Yeah, yeah, it you, know. Know,
2: but you still want your toe covered, don't you?
3: Is the toe exposed yes, or is it a separate compartment exposed. for your toe? No, your toe was exposed. But I stood there and I looked at some of these and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to come back some other day when I'm not trying to get all this stuff to like, contemplate the socks. So if you're there, check out the different <laughs> socks. So you can
0: the Plato reach- of accessories over here.
3: Yes, I mean, <laughs> I hey, I've socks. been around the planet for a really long time, and I'd never seen socks like this before. So I it have was- to
0: contemplate the socks.
3: It was an awakening. You should bring your yoga mat.
1: I have spray for you.
3: <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that was, you know, the girls will have a, a good time in there, and then next to it, it's Marketplace Fun Finds, and it was the dollar. $10 store and under that's now sort of gone much nicer. It's a bigger area. Now you can find things for like a dollar, up to $25. It's basically all the things that they couldn't ever sell in the parks that are sort of now in there.
0: Oh, so it's like their clearance store.
3: It's sort of. It's um in the thing of ABD stuff that we got. We got these polos that like folded up into a little zippered pouch they only had size small so they had some things but the sizes were limited I actually think
2: this is a smart idea because what Disney does with their their um, overstock overstock or their merchandise they can't sell they send it to the outlets and then when they can't sell the outlets they send it to the the, um, uh, cast member outlets so why not give that intermediate step where the guests can buy it for a reduced price right going to save you shipping, going to save you manpower.
0: Going to save you driving an international drive.
2: Really?
1: Then uh, they have those sales like in Celebration and they sell all that stuff. So they, John has said it every time we go to the sales. I don't understand why they don't have a place where they can put this stuff and do this on Disney property because Disney sells it to a wholesaler who then turns around and sells right. it. Do you know what I think is missing from downtown Disney in both the West End and the East Coast?
2: A big man store? <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs>
1: Years ago, the Art of Disney sold merchandise, sold things that were actually used in the park. I bought a banner from the 20th, or, um, from the year 2000. Oh, that'd be cool. They sold things that they no longer used, and the Art of Disney used to do it. And I think, I know that there are places off property that do that, but I think, why doesn't Disney do that? That uh, would be... A,
0: uh, yeah, I'd love yeah. to buy that stuff. Like a
1: collectible thing, cool. Absolutely. you know? Yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: But... And they used to do it in, as I said, The Art of Disney, but they've stopped doing that, and I wish they would go back to it.
3: I wonder why they don't. That will,
1: I've
0: never seen it, but that would be awesome if they would got something like that.
2: Right, it was the banners. It was, right. Millennium yeah. celebration, one. yeah.
0: Banner signs, all that stuff. I think right. all, there's a real market out there for that. And
2: I think, and I think they could get top dollar
1: for it.
0: Absolutely. It, they it wouldn't even it. have to be at a discount. Okay. They'd be, you know.
2: They have a different celebration every year. Where does that stuff go? Does it get thrown away? Does it?
3: Well, I know some of that stuff goes to, like, mouse surplus. But you're yeah. saying there's off-property
1: stuff. But, but why wouldn't Disney offer that? I mean, why wouldn't take home a piece of the park kind of thing, you know?
3: The only thing I can think it's of great is, like, because they yeah. bring their people in, like, when they're getting rid of it. To get rid of it, but I'm sure if Disney used their people, I mean, how expensive could that be for them?
2: There's some stuff that, he, that they couldn't sell. I'm sure they couldn't sell the the beat up furniture from a rehab.
3: Oh, I bet you you'd still find because they still ship it. Why couldn't Disney be in the business of contracting it out to somebody?
2: Well, like, like I said, I wonder if there's um, limitations in what they can and can't sell. Like they go to my surplus and they sell the old sheets.
1: Well, you go to Mouse Surplus and they had Mr. Toe's Wild Ride car, you know. Why isn't that in a store? Why isn't that, you know, buy this? Mm -hmm. I mean, that should be almost as – I imagine it would be more popular than the Disney Art Gallery.
2: You would think that people are there. They're excited about being there. Well, let me take a piece of the park home.
1: Right. There's always that, you know, that excitement level with point-of-purchase stuff, you know.
3: And I would think where this new store is, if you've ever walked through where the $10 and under store was, that was always – like you had to Excuse me Excuse me Trying to get through there Yeah I'm sure they're going to sell A lot more Now that it's in a big area Do you remember for a while That was
1: specialty gardening
3: stuff hmm Yeah So I mean Again That's another store I, I really do think That whole marketplace area now You could stop And go to like The kitchen place And where the spices And the teas are You could bring home Some you know Unique things I don't know how far Across the country A little mismatch goes But you could bring home some different souvenirs than what you normally would, and it's nice to see that Disney's trying to do that. So if you get a chance, check them out.
0: Cool. What's your favorite place to eat over there, Kathy?
3: In the marketplace? Earl mm-hmm. of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich. Mm.
0: I think Johnny Kevin would agree with you there.
3: It's a toss up
2: between Earl Sandwich and
0: Wolfgang. I was just going yeah, yeah, to say Express. I love Express.
3: Both. It
0: depends on. For us, it depends on what time of the day. For lunch, it is. Of sandwich, but during the evening for just a quick bite for, for dinner, then it's Wolfgang Park Express. So
1: I could be, yeah, I agree. And on the west side, it's Wetzel's Pretzels.
0: And they do have an <coughs> of sandwich in Disneyland Paris, or they're building it right now. Oh, really? So
3: probably it's open in September. Don't That'd know for sure, cool. but that would be cool. Yeah. And, and Paradiso 37 on the west side is a great place to eat.
1: That's actually in Pleasure Island, and I don't find a lot of reason to go in there. I that's I don't pass through it. I mean, I think to w- the walk from the west side, I would move the car only because I wouldn't want to walk back. But I don't find a lot of reason. I don't find ever find myself on Pleasure Island any longer.
3: I don't either, but we've purposely gone to eat there Have you? several times. And now that they've knocked the buildings down and they're supposed to be putting a grassy area in It might just be a nice place to go, like in the evening, to hang out.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Kathy, for that. We appreciate it. Uh, Also this week, we have uh, John Magi's segment on dealing with gas prices. We're planning on driving to Walt Disney World. Yvette and Emil uh, have a segment on Disney's audio descriptive devices for people with visual impairments. And, of course, Dave Parfitt has his interview with Star Wars' Ashley Eckstein as well as our news and rapid-fire segment, all that this week on The Diz Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed this show, and we'll be back with you again next time. Thanks for listening, everyone, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes, please, for me.